spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. On this episode of DC On Screen, we are talking about Gotham Season 5 with an emphasis on the series finale. Right after this. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. You think of Earth as a singular planet. In fact, it is anything but. But this is a story not of a universe, but a multiverse. Where universes and planets, such as Earth, were replicated and mirrored across a vibrating, infinite plane. Some barely different from the next. Others drastically so. This is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it. We almost never get to say series finale. This is one of the only ones where I've, when, I've, when we've said it, I was like, no, this is actually a thing. Mm-hmm. Like we said it with Lucifer. We did, and then it wasn't a thing. And then by the time we recorded it, it was not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it still was a thing, but like a week after. It wasn't very long. Welcome. And we even knew then. Yeah, we, we suspected. Uh, welcome to DC on screen. I don't know what episode number. Uh, this is our Gotham series finale review. I'm David C. Robertson. This, Jason Goss. Hello. All right, so before we jump into this review, I do want to thank our patrons. You guys really make a difference in getting this show done, making the show better. Uh, keep an eye on your private Patreon feeds because we will be dropping our Avengers in-game review in the next few days, if it's not up already. If you'd like to be a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash dconscreen for Jason's pull list, warm-ups, chasing squirrels, and as previously mentioned, Marvel reviews. And uh, who knows what we'll come up with next. I don't. <laughs> All right. I have, uh, I, I want to go on record as saying I think this is my favorite season of Gotham. Mm-hmm. I think it has been the tightest. I think it uh, has had an extreme amount of focus that previous seasons did not. And I think that a shorter episode count probably was the way to go for previous seasons. Um, I don't think it would have helped in the ratings, but I do think it would have been a better show overall. Uh, if Possibly. It had more focus. Uh, I don't need, you know, weird stray storylines with, uh, you know, Lee being infected with Mad Hatter or whatever and 
court of owls kind of petering out into nothing and whatever this season was tight i Mm -hmm. dug it uh i was not entirely excited about no man's land but it turned out to be a pretty damn great season yeah Um, i was excited about no man's land yeah i was confused about how they were going to do it that quickly and they did and it worked i think i'm not sure it worked for me you're not sure it worked for you i did think it was rushed at the end the rushed at the end is my only problem otherwise i loved it um like for the most part, this uh, series has been pretty pretty great. I mean, you'd have a little lull where for a few episodes they'd they'd focus on an arc maybe that uh-huh. you didn't care about here and there, but uh, that's kind of to be expected. Like mm-hmm. they they took on a lot, and as a fan, some stuff you're gonna care about, and some stuff you're not. Yeah. Overall, I cared about a lot what was happening, and I thought a lot of it was really well executed. Okay. Overall, Over- every now and then there's like a point yeah. where like yeah, I just don't. That's not. Uh, story i care about or i have like that. big swaths like giant swaths of the show that i'm just sick of and i, I, I just never liked mm. like fish mooney for instance yeah fish mooney was always a barbara was always one of those things which i started to like her a little more in this season especially yeah um basically i started liking her after she got electrocuted <laughs> yeah she a couple seasons ago i was like oh okay she's a little different this season it went a little bit better after that they they did they like they they liked the actress and they never could figure out exactly what they wanted to do with her and um and she went through a lot of variations, like more than mm-hmm. Jerome. Yeah. Um, so as an actress, I'm, I'm pretty impressed she was able to do all that. But I, I also felt most of the time like they were reaching to figure out what to do with her. Yeah. And uh, that kind of got a, came across to me mm-hmm. that they just it was throwing, throwing it against the wall a little bit. A little bit. Um, I never caught to um, – I never quite got there with Riddler. I liked Ed. I liked his relationship with Penguin. Mm-hmm. never quite got there with Riddler. Like, the Riddler persona was basically doing a bad Christian Bale impersonation. <laughs> I didn't think Christian Bale, but I always thought, I always thought the Riddler persona, um, it made sense to me. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, it most of the time it was over the top in a way that I enjoyed. Like the way the Penguin uh, character is, mm-hmm. who he's, he's just always the Penguin. But the, the way, uh, was it Robin Lord Taylor? Yeah. Um, is always a little bit over the top. Yeah. But it makes sense for him. And it makes mm-hmm. sense for that character. Like he, that guy did a great job throughout the entire series. Mm-hmm. Like it, every time when he's just spitting, like just oh, spit yeah. coming yeah. out of the side of his mouth, he's so pissed about something. It made sense. He's my favorite character in the entire series. He was maybe the most rewarding part of the whole thing. Uh, short of Alfred. I still liked him more of a, I, lo- I loved Alfred. Yeah. Um, and there, there, we could, we could, you know, we could make a little aside and say there were several characters that I thought uh, throughout the whole series just, nailed it like bullock alfred penguin mm-hmm. uh i'll i'll top notch the entire way yeah i'll give you that um probably some more i'm just not thinking of them right now but i, I love every like, version of jerome every single time cameron monaghan has been on on the screen it has been a gift and a mm-hmm. joy pretty much like, that just every instantiation whatever they did with him and i i still i stick to my I, I don't know that this is what happened but i feel like this is what happened i feel like they cast him uh-huh. As the kid who was gonna play play it tight and kind of laugh at the end of that episode, and I think I I think they saw it and said, "How we can't let this go." Yeah, <laughs> I think they saw him and it was like, "This is a weapon. We have to use him." Mm-hmm. So he just kept coming back, and every year it kept being like, "No, he's gonna be he's gonna be here more and more and more and more." Yeah, uh, Riddler though, I just going back to him. I don't. I never really had a problem with him. I don't think it was over the top. I didn't like the mirror stuff either. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I liked what they did with him. And for the most part, I liked his arc. And I, I 
Corey Michael Smith, I want to say is his name. Uh, something like that. I don't I know. think that's it. 98% sure it's it. <laughs> Didn't have a problem with his actual portrayal at all. I just don't like the the his version of Riddler, like who's like I hate that. Now what I did have a problem with though, uh-huh, is the last couple of times we see him in this series, awful. Yeah? Hated it. What was it you hated about it? So uh, him and uh him and Oswald are reunited. Uh-huh. Bats jumps on the car. Yeah. Great. Cape over the front windshield, great. Mm-hmm. Wreck, great. Uh-huh. Dutch angle as they scooby doo style style hug each other and go, ah! Awful. Uh-huh. Hated it. Hated that. Like, it was so absurdly... Even the music at that moment was mm-hmm. just... Abs- it It was like a blooper from Batman 66. And I thought, like, this show has gone, gone through such trouble to make a believable but fun version of things. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to take two of the characters you've, you've spent so much time building into their counterparts, and this is the campy-ass bullshit ending you give me for those two? I, I, didn't, I didn't appreciate yeah. it. I'll just lay this right out. Mm-hmm. I pretty much think the series finale was a total shit show. The last two episodes for me were a shit show. Um, the penultimate episode was a better finale than this was, than the, the actual finale was. Yeah, I can see that. Um, Again, apologies for everyone that's yeah. excited about it, but the there last were, two episodes I, I felt like let me down. For the most part, the show did great. And this, this season I thought was the best so far. Mm-hmm. And then let me tell you that, let me get really angry real quick. Sure. The, the penultimate episode uh-huh. was the hackiest thing I think I've ever seen Gotham do. Okay. It was every bullshit contrived line. Mm-hmm. It was every mustache twirling villain, even if it was a girl. Indeed. It was, Which, by the way, Nissa Al Ghul may be the worst villain in, on I Gotham. I think it's the worst Gotham villain so far. She was terrible. And they pulled her in at the last minute and roped her in to make a scene happen that shouldn't yeah. have happened. There, the, none of the plot Bane points there, so made. She's basically Talia from Dark Knight Rises. They did an homage to Dark Knight Rises, which yeah. also annoyed me because it's the worst movie. <laughs> And some of the worst things about Dark Knight Rises are things they lifted from Batman and Robin. Where yeah. it's like Bane is like mindless yeah. freaking tool of it was the female Inanity villain. upon inanity compounded Who's to the a, third power. A scene chewer. Shit. Just like Nissa's a scene chewer. Like oh, I was going to say she on studied it. at the freaking school of Uma Thurman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who is not a bad actress unless you look at her in freaking Batman and Robin. Which she's just, you know, god awful. Yeah. There was a bunch of uh, decent actors doing poor jobs there. I don't know what the deal was. I think the production was awful. But the, <laughs> in this ep- in that penultimate episode, I've never been angrier ending an episode of Gotham because I knew like it's like I I I knew how much time we had and uh-huh. I knew where the show was and you were gonna you're gonna wrap up the entire No Man's series, which was great. And you're gonna wrap that up with some bullshit stand uh-huh. at the end. Which I know was supposed to be emotionally rewarding, but it's not because you didn't make that payoff. They didn't make the payoff the same way. Like, it was stronger in the beginning because I mean, remember we saw that stand at the beginning of mm-hmm. the season. We saw them all getting ready for it. It was incredibly emotionally. It was uh, substantial. Like and felt- giant question mark on the whole thing. I'm I'm super excited about like how does this happen? What are we leading to? Yeah. And then apparently we're leading to what was it about 14 people? Yeah. Maybe 12, 14 people. Yeah. Standing up. None of them with their guns raised uh-huh. versus an army of about 30 people, which, by the way, is portrayed to be several hundred. Uh-huh. So there, like, there was a budgetary problem with showing mm-hmm. their army that they, they were biting off more than they, than they could chew. It was always like, oh, it's a whole group of people. And it was like six dudes. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Like, it was always, it, it was never done well that way. Mm-hmm. So my first problem when I, when I, when that first started to know me was at the stand at the wall when they're really well insulated with all the metal mm-hmm. and that's great 
And we see how Oswald loses his eye, and that was kind of whatever. Okay, uh, I kind of enjoyed that part. It was all right, but that was on, that like the only part of that scene that worked for me because otherwise it was just like them shooting down at a group of people, uh-huh. and that entire group of trained people that were like thirty five feet from them couldn't shoot. The, it was a badly staged scene mm-hmm. where it was as many people on one side of the wall as the other, and it was it was supposed to be some standoff, and it didn't work. And then later, it's like Bruce himself shows up with uh, some embedded leather uh-huh. like, like a biker outfit like he'd be great in a, in a motorcycle crash uh-huh. but he's, he shows up with nothing to a gunfight yeah. they just literally show up to get slaughtered mm-hmm. that's it that's it and then some people pouring behind him mm-hmm. that still ends with a slaughter mm-hmm. the moment when everyone turns on the general yeah would have mean it would have meant more to me if they had looked like they were ever going to stand a chance to begin with but as is they showed up, they all should have died, and the general should have just walked yeah. away with the day. It annoyed the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. So I thought, like, the whole thing ended with a whimper to me. Pretty much, yeah. And then the last episode did a lot. It it, it did some things right, It, but it was also kind of, it was a bit of a cock tease. I, I was going to say, the, the last episode is nothing but masturbation. Like, yeah. I don't need any of that. Like It would have been nice if we're going 10 years into the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was nice to see, like, Jim with the mustache. It was better to see him shave it off. Cause- see, I, you know, I kind of disagree. And one of my big problems with the finale is they didn't even, like, I don't I don't feel like they made an attempt to even make anyone look older. They were just like, oh, Barbara has different hair. Mm-hmm. Jim has a mustache, but, oh, he shaves it off just so Bruce will recognize him. He's trying to think. Um, I don't feel like anyone actually looked older. Harvey didn't look older. Harvey looked older after five years than he did in between those ten years. <laughs> <laughs> like when you go back and look at the pilot of, of Gotham, yeah. like Harvey looks like a young, a reasonably young man yeah. by comparison. Uh, well, he just walked off the set as a late thirties dad at that point in grounder for life. I mean, he was, I mean, it wasn't like that, but you know, that was physically where he was at the time, but I don't even mind the not aging them thing. Cause oh, for, I do. for the most part, all you got to do is put like a streak of gray in somebody's hair or something, but and they didn't even bother to do that. Well, That's they didn't, my they didn't do that, but it doesn't bother me that much because gray the temples, man, no, you can, but everybody grays differently. It's weird, but yeah, but they can, they can show me the passage of time a little better than they did here. Some people don't look that different in 10 years. Maybe not. I mean, I, I don't even look that I different under, from 10 years. I ago. understand that, but every character on the show. Yeah. I mean, Penguin got fat. Yeah. But they kind of had to. Kind of had to. Kind of. They kind of promised us that. Yeah. And I was, it was, hap- I was happy to see it. I was like, yeah, well, that makes sense. I don't know why somewhere in between, in the 10 years, he started dressing so flamboyantly. I mean. He was always kind of edging that way. He was, but I mean. It made sense for his character. I mean, he, he always enjoyed the fanciful parts of life and, you know, a top hat and a monocle aren't beyond a character such as he. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm willing to give it that, uh, but oh my gosh, just like, I felt like there was, there was no point to this last episode. Like nothing happened. That was my take on it, was nothing really actually happened. Nothing happened. And the thing that annoyed me the most was I've really enjoyed Barbara this season. I've enjoyed her more and more in the last, uh, say, last 20% of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when, once it got to, like, Barbara, League of head of League of Assassins. I was like, okay, now we've done something with this girl. I, 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 yeah. This is fantastic. And then in the last episode, after all that, she gets taken out by not Joker, not quite Jeremiah. We'll call him jeremiah for now but she gets taken out by him alone single-handedly did she actually get taken out dude she he leaves her unconscious she didn't die no but here's that's my other problem is the way the scene plays out is um jeremiah shoots harley not quinn 
And Echo. Echo. He, he, he kills Echo, and he's trying to shoot Barbara, I think, but he shoots her instead. It's it's a little weirdly staged, but I'm pretty sure this is how. So he's trying to shoot just the lot of them. He doesn't care. Uh-huh. And he finds the girl, and he's like, well, this is a much better plan than anything I had going. So, you know, improv, great. Yeah. And then he, he goes to Barbara, and he just kind of, he, he, backhands, he backhands her with a gun. Uh-huh. No one should be able to backhand, like, pistol whip the head of the League of Assassins. That right. should not be a thing. You spent uh, the whole last season explaining how badass she was, and then now she's the queen of Gotham on top of being that. Like, you made her this super empowered, poor, important character, mm-hmm. and she gets backhand by a pistol? No. No, no, no. That's no, fair. I'm not okay with that. And then on top of that, when he leaves her, he leaves her threatening her, and she's awake and staring into his eyes and feeling threatened. Mm-hmm. And then when they show up on the scene, she's asleep, unconscious on the ground. With no other marks on her face. I would have felt better about it if there was like another mark or gash over her eyebrow or something where he'd clearly popped her one more time. Yeah. But no, it's as though she went, well, there's a minute before I'll be needed. I might as well take a nap. <laughs> yep. It was it was weird and badly staged and kind of stupid. It was. All of those things. The only thing I enjoyed about it was when, when it finally comes time, the reaction. Like, I enjoyed the little bit where he's like, uh, you know, Jeremiah. Oh, there's no Jeremiah, Jeremiah here. I'm not sure what I mean. Maybe maybe Jack or John or blah blah. blah. That, that yeah, was that was yeah. a cool reference. Yeah, it was a good bit. I love the multiple choice version that they've incorporated here. Mm-hmm. But and and his reaction to seeing the batarang in his hand, like uh-huh. the, the the pure maniacal joy of like, oh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. And getting to see the actual batarangs also fantastic. Yeah. But that was kind of the highlight of the episode for me. Yeah, and it was over far too quickly. It was over far too quickly. Like I was like, oh, they're gonna bring because is. Jeremiah was such a threat the last time we saw him. He gets thrown in that acid. Mm -hmm. So he's just been comatose waiting for something to happen. I don't know. And then for it to just be like, oh, we have a standoff at Ace Chemicals. And well, that's it. That's over. Done. Um, Three batterings later, the whole thing's taken care of. Like, I, we, after all this time, as fun as it was to see the batterings and his reaction Mm -hmm. and all that, it, I feel like we earned, this is fan entitlement as I'm saying it, but I feel like, we should have gotten to see a little bit of a standoff. Maybe. Maybe gotten to see Batman in action a little bit. See, I was really thinking they were going to do something like Titans did last year. In that last Where episode. you just got to see glimpses of like you, a yeah. thriller almost. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a close-up of David Mazus's mouth or something. Something. What we got. They spent way too much money into that horrible bat costume. Mm-hmm. For just that one second that we see him standing up on that roof. And they tried to do something with... Mazus and it looked awful. Like, it was weird. It is like he just looked like he'd been hanging out in a basement in like his mom's basement or something for, which I guess that really is all Batman is the dude That's that hangs out in his mom's basement. Kind of yeah. But he just he's like looking, down to it. He just uh, I I could have sworn he was just gonna go oh like he what just looked oh, awful just uh, oh my he looked God. displaced as though somebody else was wearing it and they put he, his face in there. No, well, that's exactly what happened because that's what happened. But I did like what they did with his voice. Uh, yeah, the fact that he's using a voice modulator and yeah. the fact that they really did just take his voice and pitch it down a little bit. I, I heard that's it. what they did. Yeah. I mean, you can hear it. I, mean, you I can can't just... hear it. I can't notice. <laughs> I don't notice stuff like that. Like, I'm quite certain that was his voice and they just pitched it down. It didn't sound like him when he was talking to Selena. Well, I it say did. quote unquote Selena. It did. I actually didn't mind that casting. And I get why they had to do it. Like, I get when, why they had to do it, but I didn't like her. Like she didn't, when you say like, look like they aged, like everybody else looks like they might. You know, when they were in their late 30s, still look like that when they're in their late 40s. And mm-hmm. that's plausible. I mean, I'm 34. I get ID'd. I don't have any cracks. I'm, if I shave, I look like I 
shouldn't be there. And mm-hmm. I, I'm thankful for that, but it's plausible for her. And Bakendova just still looks like she's, you know, 15, 15. I mean, yeah. I know, I know she's a grown woman, but she just has that kind of face. That's, that's how she's going to be. Yeah. So I get why that recast her. And I didn't I think it was a bad too. recasting. Yeah. And I thought the girl who, uh, who had that one episode with her did a pretty good job. And I even liked their little conversation on the rooftop. Um, I think they left the they left Batcat with um, the the words like return the diamond. She's like like hell. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like how they left that relationship. Like it, they've had a past. It's going to be a little confrontational, yeah. but it's not going to be. Um, you know, they're not going to be buddy buddy. But yeah, that made sense to me. Yeah, that was one of the more rewarding parts of the series, frankly. Oh, and I did love Alfred telling her like you're telling me you you came dressed to the nines to this event to tell him to stay away. <laughs> uh huh. That's pretty perfect Alfred right there. Yeah. Again, wish he'd been a little older looking. He looks exactly the same age. They gave him a cane. They gave him a cane. <laughs> That's not it's the fine. same. It's fine. But anyway, yeah, I thought it was a weak finale. I thought it... Uh, I wanted more. I did. I'm, uh, not, I, I'm not even sure exactly what I wanted, but I, I feel like they... Not that. I felt like they wrapped it up in a way that was... They bit off a lot, and I I was highly anticipating the finale because they bit off so much. Mm-hmm. And then over the last couple of weeks, they just they, they didn't chew it. Yeah, the last few episodes were really rushed, really weird. And then that last episode, like I almost wish they had like not done that last episode the same way. If they had just like t- I say, I thought we were just gonna get like one like I thought like ten minutes of that episode was gonna be a flash forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I thought it was gonna be like let's wrap it up, and then we see Bruce leave and go off somewhere, and then like it says ten years later. And we get like a quick, you know, penguin and uh, and Riddler running through the street. I don't need to set up. I don't need to see Riddler and Arkham and penguin getting out. And then it wasn't you. Oh, uh, I didn't need to see any of that. I didn't need to see comatose Jerome. Well, that was the other thing that happened in this Jeremiah. episode. That like, I if we were going to do it, I'd rather have seen that over two episodes. I, one or the other. Like over two episodes, if they had done uh, Jeremiah having this plan, where I mean, he clearly had Harvey intimidated to a point mm-hmm. of no return i mean they had one cop or one guy to the point where he killed himself i mean if they'd fleshed that out over two episodes and i got a rewarding joker batman moment more than like batman showing up and from the rafters going fee, 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 and ending <laughs> the whole confrontation yeah that like that's not a that's not a, b- a big payoff if they had if i just had a moment with batman and a mm-hmm. moment with joker and just known and then gotten to really pay off the end of No Man's Land, I think I would have found that more rewarding. Or yeah. if no, no, Man's Man, no Man's Land had wrapped up pretty quickly, yeah. and then I got a lot of the last good Jeremiah Joker story, mm-hmm. I think I'd have joined that more. But I think they did both, and both failed to me. Yeah. I, I think, was a real shame. I think a lot of my problem with that finale is that there was too much set up to nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like too much Riddler, like hanging out in prison, too much to end up on a Dutch plot. angle. Yeah, and uh, though I did like, I did like how they were like, I did like when they were like, oh yeah, we're gonna show this Batman. This is our city, and then they see him. They're like, tomorrow, tomorrow. That was the one good that moment. Was good. I was like, at least I get to see him go out like that. Um, that makes sense. I, for I, me. Like I enjoyed Oswald getting out. I enjoyed Edward getting out, and, and and then I enjoyed that moment. It was just that that fucking Dutch angle crane shot was yeah. just. Well, they've Absurd. they've done Dutch angles in this show. It sounds it looks like Batman and Robin. But it it I literally looked at them, and even color scheme wise, mm-hmm. they look like Shaggy and Scooby. <laughs> yeah. ah. I think you can see their little knees shaking. You know, 
I would have cast somebody else as Nissa. I probably wouldn't have even done Nissa Algol. Nah, that was too much. I wouldn't have done Bane to be honest. That was that just, was a lot. Yeah, I would have just focused on the Bane, people we had. The bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't even think it was a bad Bane. I just wouldn't have done it. I would have mm-hmm. preferred if we just spent some time with the people you've been building for five years. Yeah, I would not have even done Bane. Period. Probably. Yeah. Like if I had to deal with Bane, I would, but. It would he would have been the bad guy. It would have been this. It was bringing in something that wasn't necessary, and we had a lot of a lot of pieces mm-hmm. on the board already. There was a lot of stuff to wrap up that was interesting. Agreed. Also, we never got to see Harvey Dent. No, we didn't. They they teased the hell out of that. They, I mean, Nick DeGosta like never showed. Two, I, think Nick, I think I think Nick DeGosta had other things going on. I'm not sure what he had going on. I didn't IMDb him or anything, but he 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 was an enjoyable little. I, I wish that had come through. I liked well, his portrayal. I didn't need. I don't. I didn't want to see him as Two Face proper though either. That's fair. Maybe I mean, in the finale. Maybe like just show show him in show him Arkham ten years later. Yeah. But like I said, like I didn't want to see all that stuff in Arkham after after all that. Like I would have loved to have seen uh, that last episode, the first 20, 30 minutes, probably twenty minutes, be the, la- the like Bruce going off, like the end of No Man's Land proper. Yeah. And then we flash forward 10 years in the future. I didn't need to see Riddler getting out. I didn't need to see Penguin getting out. I didn't just, they're already out. Yeah. We know that they're in Gotham. Yeah. Who cares? Like, we, like have like a TV or something in the background, say something about Bruce Wayne coming home or even a radio. If you really want to get timeless with it. Yeah. Uh, we see like Gordon has his mustache, got a little gray in the hair. Uh, they could just quickly gloss over like what Barbara's doing, like or just mention what Barbara's doing. Like, mm-hmm. You know, in a few months, Bruce won't have the tallest skyscraper. That's that's fine. That's fine. I don't need to see all like Jerome and shit with or Jeremiah either. That was one of the clever parts about the finale was they explained they explained Barbara very quickly by Harvey joking. Why didn't I think to buy up a bunch of land? Blah 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 blah. Like mm-hmm. it was a joke between two friends, but it was good exposition. Yeah, that was actually well done. Yeah. Um, you could have baked all of that into Joker or Jeremiah has kidnapped their daughter. Yeah. We didn't need to see their home life. Mm. We didn't need to see it. Like, we, because. I mean, as much as I enjoyed seeing James with his little girl, and I actually yeah. really enjoyed the fact that they're, that Barbara's involved in her life. I like that yeah. her story arc has come around that mm-hmm. far and that she's involved and it's, we're going to have Barbara Gordon proper at this point. And yeah. That was cool. That was, that was rewarding. And by the way, I like that her name is Barbara Lee. Yeah, that's cool. That was nice. Yeah, and I really enjoy that. It's like uh, I, just little moments where like they're leaving the construction site, and he's like, "Ice cream, ice cream." Yeah, yeah. Like just little moments like that. that were cool. I it really rewarding to see. But we we could have done some different stuff with the the villainy aspect of it. That's the weird part. Is the, is the friend like all right? For instance, they're 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 sitting around a bomb. Hmm. Um, it was neat to see that group of people sitting around a bomb trying to save Gotham. After mm-hmm. all this. But even then, still watching the episode, they're like, well, it's gyroscopic. Wobble, wobble, wobble. <laughs> like, he, he literally shakes the thing a little bit when he's picking it up the first time. Uh-huh. One of the things where I was like, no one caught that? You're, you're supposed to lift it straight up. And then as you're lifting it, somebody like pops it to the side at least 20 degrees. Like, no, that's end of story. Done. We're done yeah, here. I noticed that too. And then I got deeply annoyed when it got down to one second. Because I'm always annoyed. That's not their fault. I'm always annoyed when the bomb stops at one second. Uh-huh. Pick another, pick 14 seconds or something. Just just to be different. It's not Gotham's fault on that one. That's just a thing I'm annoyed by. Mm-hmm. You can just stop the bomb at another time. Yeah. Doesn't have to be a second left. <laughs> Is that all we got? I tell you this. 
do you remember our, our, our stupid sketch, uh, Batman the Short Halloween? Mm-hmm. Brain damaged mm-hmm. Batman who doesn't remember who Lucius is? Mm-hmm. When Lucius and Alfred are talking and they're like just making little plans about how they're going to deal with Bruce, mm-hmm. I like look over at my wife and go, Is Lucius black, Alfred? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought about something else too, speaking of our stupid sketches. <laughs> According to this show, Batman does make a whoosh sound when you see his cape leaf. <laughs> he does. He does. I told you. I told you that was a real thing in Canada. I mean, I mean, it does sound like, it sounds like I explained it. Like, <laughs> I just said it should be like a little whoosh. Yeah, to me it's... Yeah, some, <laughs> some combination of those sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Short version of that background is we had a sketch where Batman kept coming in and out of frame very quickly. And I kept suggesting that Batman should have a little whoosh little sound when he leaves and uh-huh. Dave said saying no he's silent he shouldn't make a sound when he leaves it was like he makes a he makes a little whisper yeah. of a sound yeah it was they, an argument we had for a while they did a, a similar thing on um they kind of parried that on uh, parodied that on space coast coast to coast mm-hmm. where they where they replaced the actual sound effect when space coast flew away with just a lady going whoosh <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good um yeah, I mean, I, there are a lot of things I would have liked to have seen done differently on uh, on Gotham, all told, I think, as far as the finale goes anyway, the last few episodes. Yeah. And there are just things that I just like, whenever the show gets stabby-stabby, I just don't understand. Just like, wait, when, when when Lee and Riddler just start stabbing each other after making out, I'm just like, what, 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 what? Yeah, I mean, what? that was weird. And then to have it, to have that scene <laughs> be that weird, and then later in the penultimate episode for him and Edward or him and Oswald to have like a about to stab each other and choose not to. That was so dumb. No, oh, I like that. I hate it. I liked that because they're like, they're about to hug because they're like entering into a partnership. It just shows that neither one of them, both of them want to trust the other one, but they both like neither one of them trust each other. I liked that. I liked that. They like both had the knife behind their back. They hugged and then they're like, okay, they I both liked what put they, it down. It was again, the staging. I liked what they wanted to do there and I liked what the scene was trying to do there. Uh huh. But the staging where they actually managed to get a knife kind of out. Mm-hmm. That was a little weird. That was that was awkward and like no one in that room is that dumb. Every everyone in that room has a, a ridiculously high IQ. Yeah. No, I don't think I don't think either one of them I don't think it was meant to imply that neither one of them knew what was happening. I think both of them knew what was happening. I would prefer it to be that. It just didn't come across to me that way. I All mean, right. I I would prefer that to be the explanation as they both realize like, oh yeah, yeah. You pulled a knife on me too, which is still just—it was just weird for me. Mm-hmm. Like it would for me, it would have been better if they hugged and they both had their hands in their pockets and got the knife out of their pocket almost, and then just kind of subtly. Like I wanted more subtlety. That was what it amounted to. I wanted a little more subtlety out of that. After like That's two fair. people with that amount of nuance in their thinking, I just wanted something more. Plus, we'd already done that scene with Lee, as you said. Yeah, I didn't want it. It wasn't an homage to me. It was just it was just reminding me of a weird scene. Except with Lee, it was just a weird dramatic scene where they're both just like hacking away at each other. Well, it was just she gets in one and then thinks she has the upper hand. And he's like, no, wait, there's still a blade in play and I'm still alive. So blah, there you go. They stab each other a bunch and then make out. It was stupid. I hated it. Well, they made out and then stab each other. Whichever version of that was. Well, they made out and then she took the opportunity to literally stab him in the back. And then he was like, uh, blah. And, yeah. And, how and then they went down 
It's weird to actually look at you because we're in the same room and it's not, we don't normally do that. So yeah. it's, I'm actually watching Jason make stabby motions. Make stabby motions. Like I just pretended I was stabbing Dave right now. Right. <laughs> I will end with, I want to end with something positive. And maybe one of my favorite moments out of Jeremiah. Thank you. Was <laughs> Dave pretend stabbed me in my flab. Um, one of my favorite Jeremiah moments, uh, moments in general. And there are a lot. He was, uh, Hit, Cameron Monaghan's portrayal on the show absolutely transcended the thing, and that's not even taken away from the show. Like the show was was great, uh, and and he he was another level of great. Mm. But he says something about like um, what is it? What's the joke? Like your brain dead? Ah, I wish I remembered the, the actual punchline on this thing. He says something about like oh you know because your brain dead, and then no that was it. He he says uh, he's talking to James at the Ace Chemicals. And he's got the, okay. the girl on the hook or whatever. Yeah. He was like, yeah, you know, because you, you're pretending you're brain dead. And then there's a pause. And he's like, that's a joke. I know you're not pretending. Oh, uh-huh. And I just, I I did like him going out. Like, they actually gave him a jump, a joke of some kind. Mm-hmm. I just liked that they actually included him having a punchline before he says he doesn't know who his name is. Mm-hmm. And then they, they go through a lot of trouble also with uh, Bruce. Like, uh, when he's up on the ledge there, who is he? He's a friend. Like, they don't name anybody. Right. I'm okay with that. That part didn't bother me really at all. We know these are the people. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to necessarily have that. But I really liked how they, they ended Jeremiah's mm-hmm. little career on the show. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that bat costume, though. Oh, so bad. Yeah, there was a lot to be desired there. A lot left on the table with Put that. Put it in shadows. Don't show me his face, please. Would it cost less just to have him mm-hmm. be a face on a ledge or just a shadow on a ledge show me the titans batman i think titans batman was probably the way to go here literally cut out a freaking clip of titans and just stick it in (laughs) by the way have you seen this guy that they've got playing batman and titans the older guy yeah yeah from game of thrones they're not even changing his hair color dude he's a redheaded batman Hmm. okay (laughs) that's fine surprised i'm like oh oh okay i thought you guys would at least die his head no okay what if I give him an accent? That's cool. I mean, if they give him an accent, I'm going to be really excited but confused as hell. Like, oh my god, you're just going to make that would be weird. He is supposed to be from an American city, right? Like from a, like from an American city that is distinctly an American city. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's, I mean, it's Jersey, I guess, but it's still like an, an American emblem, you know, right? A trademark of a of that accent. It'd be it would be weird. Mm-hmm. But we've been running around with a brunette. Flash for five six years now, and I haven't had a problem with that. So yeah, okay. I mean, hey, you know, we had we had a curly hair. Wonder Woman doesn't have blue eyes right now. And yeah, that's fine. That's always weird to me. <laughs> that's always that always bothers me. I love Gal Gadot, but I want her eyes to be blue. You just wish they'd contacted her a little bit. Yeah, superficial shit. Yeah, that's one of the that's one of the things that I actually really liked about Superman Returns is like Brandon Routh doesn't have blue eyes, so they gave him like these weird like super blue contact lenses, mm-hmm. and it just made him look slightly alien. Yeah. Just slightly. Yeah. Um, I'm like, oh, God, you, you actually got that right. You got that right, Brian. That's like the one thing in the whole canon you got right. Like everything else has to be like some sort of weird Donner knockoff. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't know where I was going with all that. I don't know what we were what I was talking about. I don't either. Wrap it up. Sure. Sure. Oh, yeah. I was just what I was saying. I was like, we, we had a curly-headed Batman with a receding hairline. Ah, and yeah. And Keaton. And we had like, you know... What is it? Light, light brown hair with Kilmer. Salt mm-hmm. and pepper with Clooney. He was blonde. Almost. Kilmer. Yeah. West was light brown. I mean, there's room. Bill might have been the closest uh, hair-wise. Who? Christian Bill. Oh. 
Mm. Might have been the closest hair-wise. I think Affleck was probably closest. Oh, that's true. That was darker. That was darker and quaffed. Yeah. I was thinking Bell was Bell's was dark like, and quaffed. But yeah, Affleck, Affleck looked like was he was straight closer. out of the animated series. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I was looking for that yellow, that ugly yellow shirt with the brown suit that he wore all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, by Gotham. <laughs> I I do not stand with your save Gotham people. I'm sorry. I don't want any more. I'm no. full. No, I was happy to have him wrap it up. I'm full. I think it it ran its course. Apologies for all who are deeply annoyed by that. Yep. Well, we love you guys for listening. And um, go if you if you want, you can go check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash DC on screen. $5 a month gets you a bunch of extra stuff. Mm-hmm. Chasing squirrels. Just weird tangents that we go on on the show and wind up cutting out. Mm-hmm. Uh, warm-up sessions. Jason's pool list, which mm-hmm. is a fantastic little solo show. Maybe one day I'll get around to doing a solo show myself rather than just trying to keep up with producing. Just amount of time. Uh, other things. Uh, Marvel reviews. Good stuff, I hope. We have fun with it. And in, in Gotham's words, one last piece of advice. Mm-hmm. If you're going to screw with a legend, do it properly. <laughs> wow. They did say that in there, didn't they? They did. Oh, my God. All right. Keep some DC on your screen. I thought it was a fine note to go out on. It is. <laughs> I'm very pleased with it. Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens' The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC 52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David C. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, could be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Effie Ophelders of the fantastic podcast Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud. It can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We are proudly in partnership with TV Time, TV show calendar and social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching, what your friends are watching, and where you all left off. DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, an improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more. Are you maladjusted? Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC.